There's nothing like holding a newborn baby for the first time. But what must it have been like to hold the Savior of the world? American Family Radio presents Holding Jesus. I remember the first time I held him. I couldn't stop crying. He was beautiful. Joseph and I kept counting to make sure he had 10 fingers and 10 toes. Why do parents do that? I guess it's just an excuse to touch their tiny, wrinkly little feet or hold their soft, sweet little hands. I promise you, every time he smiled up at me, my heart melted. (laughs) Like every mother, I felt this overwhelming desire to protect him, to make sure no harm would ever come near my sweet baby boy. But he wasn't just my baby boy. He belonged to God. In fact, he was God. He who had once formed the heavens and the earth and hung the stars in the sky was now a little baby in my arms, fully God and fully human. He smiled when Joseph made funny faces, and he cried when he was hungry. He was capable of sensing joy and feeling pain. And it was my job to care for him and to protect him. I knew from the beginning that his life had a purpose and a plan far greater than I could ever imagine. Shortly after he was born, we took him to the temple to present him to the Lord. As we were going in, an elderly man walked right up to me and asked me if he could hold my baby. At first, I resisted. But something in his eyes told me I could trust him. So I wrapped Jesus up nice and snug and handed him to the man. I remember the first time I held him. I couldn't stop crying. That was it, the consolation of Israel, the Messiah, the Anointed One. For years I had waited, longing for this moment, every year watching, hoping. I knew that it would happen in my lifetime. The Almighty One had revealed this to me through His Holy Spirit. But I had no idea what it would feel like to hold Him, to hold the God of the universe while He lay sleeping in my arms. He'd come to save us just as he had promised. His word was true and trustworthy. I couldn't help but praise him. Now, Lord, I cried out, you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. My eyes have seen your salvation that you are prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. All Joseph and I could do was marvel at what this man was saying. My child would be a light to all people. In the midst of our dark and hurting world, he would be light. Then the righteous man of God looked right at me and began to prophesy. Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yes, a sword shall pierce through your own soul also that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. What did it mean? Why would my sweet Jesus cause such turmoil in Israel? And how could a sword pierce a soul? It wasn't until many years later that I understood. I watched as the soldiers beat my precious child and pierced his hands and feet. 
The same hands and feet I once cradled in my arms, the same fingers and toes I once counted. When he screamed out in pain, it was as if a sword was piercing my very soul. And yet I knew this was the only way. It was because of my sin that he hung there. It was because of his love for me that he came. Merry Christmas from American Family Radio.